The Sports Career Podcast, episode 280. How can self-awareness and self-assessment improve a football coach? Hello Sports Achiever and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Sports Crib Podcast. I'm your host Ed Bowers. As always, my goal each week is to provide you an expert in a particular sector in the sports industry who can support your sports career development, interests and needs. Before I talk about this week's podcast special guest, please make sure to subscribe to the show if you enjoy it. Because if you do, hit the subscribe button and you won't miss an episode. Now, getting back to today's episode, this week's podcast special guest is Marish Rumark. Marish has a fascinating football career journey where he's a football head coach, educator of leadership and high performance. He's also a keynote speaker and consultant, but also he has over 20 years of experience building and leading teams. For example, he has worked with Hanover 96 and Ajax and also with the national Polish under-17 team and under-19 team where he also won a championship with the under-17 team so for that reason it's such a pleasure to have Marish as a podcast special guest on the show and that's when today's episode Marish will share his football career journey and explain to you how self-awareness and self-assessment can improve your football coaching performance. Marius, it's such a real joy to have you on the podcast show please you share to listeners your football career journey, when did it all start? Oh, it, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for in, in, uh, inviting me. And I hope it will be a good time for, for all of us and, and especially for our listeners. Yeah? Because uh, you asked me about me, how, how much time have we got? Because I'm a, I'm a guy from, from, from football. I'm a football man. That's why I, I have a lot of experience that I... I want to share today with you and with our listeners about, about my experience. So I'm a, I'm a football coach. I'm a head coach. I'm also a teacher of leadership and, and high performance in football. Sometimes a keynote speaker, football analyst and expert in TV sometimes. But it's, it's not, not the full job. It's sometimes I do it. So, so uh, I wasn't a, the professional player. I was a semi-professional player. At 23, I had a serious injury, and I ended uh, up playing at that time. And uh, I graduated from the Academy of Physical Education at that time, and uh, I, have a, I had a coaching license from that moment. So I'm a head coach. <laughs> I'm 45, and I have more than 20 years of experience uh, in, in building and leading the team. I've been a coach since 2000. During that time, I won, I won five medals, three with adults uh, on top level, and two in academy under 17 and under 19. I've conducted over 200 match, matches in the highest level in Poland. Four clubs in the, in the top national league and one, one in the second league. 
At the last project, I was the head coach of the Polish national team under 19. But you know, most proud about my players because I developed many players and uh, some of them now are playing in the best league in Europe. For example, in Premier League, in, in Italy, in Serie A and, and, and in Germany. And uh, five of them now uh, who was working with me like a teenagers now are, are the members of first national team in Poland. This is proud for me like a coach. It's, 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 it's amazing. That's why, that's why I'm a head coach who develop players, who, who, who develop teams, who top level. But now I'm looking forward for, for, for new project. Now I'm free. That's why I have time, more time to, to talk, to, to learn something, to teach somebody. That's, that, that's why. Uh, and I'm, I'm waiting for good project for me, for an inspiring project for me. Because, because when we are talking about Poland, we have excellent players. In my opinion, we, we have now the best players in the world. I'm talking about Robert Lewandowski and, and he's an amazing striker and, and we, we have uh, good goalkeepers. But coaches from Poland, in my opinion, we have good coaches. I'm not talking about me, but, but, but my colleagues. I think they are very good coaches, but nobody uh, work abroad. You know, that's why my goal now is to, to go abroad, to, to work in different cultures, to give my knowledge, my experience in, in different places than in Poland, like a, like a head coach. You know, that's why, that's why this is my goal now, because I'm, like I said, I'm 45. I have more than 20 years experience. I, I want something. I develop players. My players are playing in, in, in top, top, top leagues. That's, that's the moment for me. That's why I'm waiting for the, for the good project. But when I'm waiting, I'm sometimes doing, doing more because I love teaching. For example, I'm, I'm, I'm educator of, of the leadership of high performance football. Uh, I'm a teacher in UEFA B and A license co coaching courses. And based on my experience, I, I, I teach not only theory, but the practice. The practice on the field. This is, this is very important. Sometimes I'm a speaker, you know, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a consultant. And now I'm a consultant, consultant for coaches in, in, the, in the biggest academy in Poland, Lech Poznań. And, and I'm a coach for coaches in, at this place because this is my club. This is my club. I, first, I start in that club. That's why I'm a coach for coaches in a big academy in Poland. And so I'm an educator too, sometimes, yes, you know. And, and sometimes I'm a keynote speaker. My goal when I, uh, when I do it is, is to inspire people to, to develop, to use their potential optimally, you know, and, and, how, mm, and show how tools used in sport can be transformed to business, to teaching, for, for other places when we are talking about developing, developing a, a people or, or, or the team, yeah? how to be a, a leader who effectively builds his identity, creates relationship, motivates people, you know, uh, building winning teams that sometimes I cannot speak at a last what I love to do I'm sometimes I'm an expert uh, in TV you know uh, I make some tactical analysis sometimes I, I'm a commentator uh, on live football matches that's why like I said before I'm a man from football <laughs> I, I love being football being sight and, and talking about football and shortly I'm doing uh, this now, and, and, and this is my job. What a wonderful answer. And I'm going to put you on the spot now. What would you define a good coach? 
because you said Poland have got great coaches, but I would love your sort of definition of a great coach from your experience. Oh, it's very, very, very important and, and very useful question. What is a great coach? I think the great coach is, is the coach who, who, can, who can create an environment when the, the people, individual people, the football players grow up, you know, to, 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 to build their potential. And the coach is the, the person who, who can create the path when you, when you uh, for example, improve your team performance. Yeah? Good coach has the ability to influence, influence people and to put impact for, to the team. Yeah? To, for example, when we are talking about, um, about coaching, you, you know that the, when you have a new team, uh, when you have a new team and, and you want to uh, create something more, you have to first, you have to build relationship with the players. Yeah? You have to, um, you know, you have to know what will be a different because, because when we are talking about football, the very important competence in football, in my opinion, is, is uh, adaptability. Yeah, that's why first, first coach uh, should do is is to assess kind of uh, team do you have, you know, the weak points and the and the strong strong points, and when you do this, you you can create the the coaching for them, with relationship, but. Uh, do something special in, in in the pitch, yeah, on the pitch, and and this is this defines good coach in my opinion, yeah, who are able to make assessment, yeah, build build uh, the 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 program, for example, to improvement, build close relationship with the players to build the the team. It's very important to to have these these feelings, yeah, you know, this this connection. Uh, in the team to, to, to build something more. That's why, that's why, in my opinion, this is, the, this is our, our job. And, and our job is, is about, you know, build a vision in our mind when we are talking about, about coaching. Yeah? Build a vision, build the vision of the team, build a vision of um, our, our player. Yeah? And after that, put this vision yeah, transformed this vision to to our players, to his uh, brains, to his hearts, so muscles. Yeah, when we when we have our vision, our goal is to put our vision to to our our players. The, the, the key points, I think. Sticking to that vision part, how vital is it to get that communication, like delivery, to those players? Because what I was about to say next is like. You said player development a few times, which is wonderful to hear. But how do you balance player development with that winning attitude on games, on and off the pitch from a coach perspective? This comes down to decision making now. But how vital is it for a coach to have the ability to communicate that vision to the players that reflect on the pitch and off the pitch with regards to winning or being successful? You know, when we are talking about communication, for me, communication is, is the key. Is the key because you know life um, when we are talking about qualities of the coach, for example, yeah, you have to be an expert in football. You have to know everything about football. But because when you are expert in football, 
you, your players will, will uh, trust you. Yeah? First of all. The second is, is you have to know yourself, control yourself. The second is about emotional intelligence. Yeah? The third one, like I said before, will be about adaptability. For me, it's the, it's the key because you have to adapt to the condition you have to the players, to the league, to the competition or, or changing environment because it's a sport, it's normal. It is a crucial for me. But without good communication, you are broken. Because you, when, when you don't have this tool, uh, you will be an expert. Yeah? Because you need communication. But, but it's very important to, to know what kind of communication needs football coach. It's not communication like like uh, in the TV show, yeah? it's not like a communication like, I don't know, like a big speech of, of politician. Yeah? It's not this kind of communication. Some, sometimes for, for me, communication is not about, about speaking. It's more about listening. It's more about showing people yourself, your emotion, it's about leading by examples without words. Yeah, you know, without words sometimes. Yeah, the body language. Yes, yeah, the body language. Uh, what you do. Yeah, yeah. How how you prepare the, the the team to the competition. How you put the, the the vision of play. Yeah, you know, you don't need the the words to to put the impact because, in my opinion, first players look at you, not listen to you, but look at you. In my opinion, when your face give them almost all messages, when you are a confident person before the very tough game, you 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 know you you have this 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 message in your eyes. Sometimes you give them only three words. Yeah, it's it's, it's all sorry, it's all about about communication. Yeah? It's not about a lot of words. Sometimes you you have to make some some inspirational talking. It's normal. Yeah. And the second part of communication when we are talking about coaching is about building relationship with the players, individual relationship. Because when, when, when we are, for example, when we have a team and we have uh, 45 players, we have 45 different personalities in our, in our team, you know? And you have to build, you have to build the, the special connection with all of them. They are all different. In all different qualities, in all different thinking, in all different uh, personalities, and you have to know them. You have to, uh, you know, feel them, their emotion. Yeah, this is very, very important because when you have twenty-four different players in the team, and you have twenty-four different personalities, what's in common? In common is that. Uh, positive, big, sports, ego. When we are talking about professional players, ego is the, is the big challenge for, for the big about positive ego. Yeah? Because everybody wants to play. But you have only 11 places in the pitch, for example. You have to choose. It's sometimes it's very tough. Yeah? That's why, you, you know, sometimes you, when you play, uh, for example, uh, week by week, you tell... Uh, your players, because starting 11 is okay, but uh, part of your team, yeah, don't play. And you, you tell them you are not good enough for playing, but they have big ego. 
and ego and, and you have to you have to control this you have to um, talk with them you have to try to talk with them because sometimes if this, this is very very um, very tough conversation it's normal but you have to build this kind of relationship with them you have to because without this you are broken you have to feel the emotion of the group because it's a football is, is a team sports when you don't feel emotion yeah if the group you are broken like a like a, like a coach yeah that's why it's everything is based on the, the the individual relationship but the big tool is a communication like you asked me so just going back to that ego example like you said like firstly what would you define positive ego so for example going back to football a goalkeeper there's only one position you've got the sub keeper you normally most teams have like a one and two keeper and then they had the third but positive ego is for example when that keep the second keeper is trying to compete to get the starting lineup but having the encouragement to give to the number one keeper that you know this is for the team this is for like let's be a team then individuals is that a good example because i think you're right ego is huge in the football industry in general but like you with a with a goalkeeper there's only that one position it's very rare you get subbed but i just love your thoughts on that example from an ego perspective and also share what is positive ego because that's a really important point as well you made earlier yeah it's when we're talking about goalkeeper it's this is the, the tough position for the players because when you for example after pre-season when you choose one goalkeeper to start uh, you have to give them the, the trust a lot of trust you you can't change him during the game yeah because he he lost the goal for example no in my opinion like, like a head coach and and you, you you can't change him after after one not good match yeah because because you have to trust give them the trust yeah that's why it's very tough for the second goalkeeper for the third goalkeeper to 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 sit on the bench and waiting and waiting but at the same time but at the same time try to try to compete with the first yeah try to that's why it's very in my opinion the most important is to uh, build relationship with the players who are not playing because they need a lot of support then build relationship with the players who plays you know because when when the player playing in lineup all games he's happy he's happy when when the team is winning he's happy he's he 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 grow up he, he his development is good and his his um, mind is open he want to talk with you with if not if not aggression for example yeah but when some of our players not playing it's very tough you say it's very tough so how do you do it so that's my question like What's that? What would you say to keeper two and three? Like the how? That's where I'm curious. And I think the listeners, I hopefully are too, because that's really important. So I love your thoughts on that. Yes. You know, when, I'm, when I have a, a team, I start with, uh, with create with them the value of the team, values of the team. And in my, in my methodology, first value is... Uh, Team is more important than 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 the players, than the the coach and the the, the coaching staff. Yeah, the, the team is is the more important. That's the, the key value for us. Respect, uh, but the team, uh, the team is the first. Respect is the second. Competition is the third one, and, and so on and so. On. But the team, 
And when I'm before the preseason, I'm talking with all my um, I'm of my goalkeepers about the situation. For example, you will be play free preseason matches. You will be play free preseason matches, and you will be free. You will you you have all the same chances. For example, you know when when you are a coach, you you you, you predict that that this can be play or this is because he's more experienced and he's better than than a young from academy, but. This this is very important to give them all, give them the chance in in the preseason games, yeah. And after that, before before first game in the league, in my philosophy, it's not uh, the day one day before the first game, yeah. It's before the last uh, last uh, microcycle yeah? when we are talking about about structure of the of the training session and the, and the cycles of, of the of the preparation, yeah. I give them. Seven days be before the first uh, game, I give them the message. Who will be the first? Because, you know, they need a time to reflect what's happened. Yeah, to reflect what's, why coach do this. And this is the time for me to talk with them. Why? Why you are not playing in the first game? When you have a, a, a um, pro-level players, they all, they won't play. And... This is very tough to tell them that they are not good enough. It's impossible, in my opinion. That's why this is very short conversation. Yeah, because because when when you have a lot of talk with them, it's useless. Because you can't change the the the, the what is in their mind. You know, you can't change. It's it's very 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 hard conversation with the coach. Okay, I decided. He will be play. You will be on the bench. You have to wait. I expect you will be uh, ready for playing in Sunday. The second, I, uh, I love you. I, I love uh, your way of working, your attitude. You are excellent. But I decided, and uh, I want you to respect my decision. For example, yeah. Uh, but teams need you. Need your attitude. Need your. Uh, mentality need to your uh, com competition during the training session because you are very important for the team yeah? this kind of message yeah then that he's very important he's not uh, the, the loser he's not he's he's not uh, the second yeah sometimes when i'm working with the team i talk to my players that we don't have reserve players we have the players who start the game and we have the players who can finish the game. We don't have the players who are the best in the start and who are waiting in their reserve. Everybody uh, are very, very important because, you know, sometimes when you, when you choose the players for the first game, in the last game of the season, uh, the, the, the squad is different. The squad is different. That's why it's very important, this kind of communication, but it's very tough communication. He starts, you know. But we need you. Yeah, this is the this kind of communication. With regards to that tough communication, as you just mentioned, from a coach perspective, how vital is that? Like, don't get me wrong, this podcast is not about the X's and O's or strategy or, you know, the structure of a team. From an emotional intelligence perspective, how vital are these, you know, tough conversations so coaches don't ignore them or the coach, the player may acknowledge the importance. Like I think this is vital because if you get this right, I assume it builds that trust 
and it relates to the values of the team, then ignoring the conversation, if that makes sense. I think, and this leads to your point of leadership as well, by the way, but just for a coach listening in, like how vital is it, those tough conversations and how to elevate you as a coach as well? Yeah, yeah it's, it's a very good question. I think then, like you said, emotional intelligence is, is a key. Yeah, When you want to be a good coach, in my opinion, you have to study emotional intelligence all your life. Because when we are talking about emotional intelligence, the first step is, is to know yourself, yeah? to read yourself, your, your emotion. And the second step is to control your emotion and use your emotion when you need this. Yeah? This is very important. This is the two, two, two steps. And when, when, when you back to that, this kind of conversation, yeah? Football is, sports is about emotion all the time, in my opinion. When you have a very mm, tough conversation, you have to, first of all, you have to prepare yourself, like we are talking about coach, prepare yourself for, for that moment, because this is the key moment when we are talking about leadership. It's easy to be a leader with the players who are playing and when you are winning. winning. It's easy to be, a, it's, 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 it's easier. But the biggest goal in your leadership is to manage the, the, the tough situation, the hard situation, yeah? to manage them, to, to control them, to be ready for them. And when we are talking about this kind of conversation, this kind of uh, communication, first, you have to be well prepared for this, this kind of conversation, yeah? to control your emotion, to be ready because sometimes, okay, you think that this, this conversation will be like this, in this way, but, but it's sometimes it's impossible. Sometimes the emotion, uh, you know, grow up, grow up, grow up, grow up, yeah? And, and, and you, have to, you have to control your emotion, you have to manage, you have to listen to the players, not talking a lot. Sometimes it's better to listen to the players because you, you can read more what is inside the team, what is inside the, mm, the courtroom when you are listening this, in, this, in this tough conversation, yeah? when we are talking for a conversation with, with our goalkeepers before the season, yeah? Yeah? When, when, when you give them the message then, and, and build the environment and build the trust the, to start the conversation and they start talking, it's excellent. It's excellent for you, but it's very tough for you because he sometimes he can a little bit push you you know attack you sometimes during this conversation it's normal when, when you are working with it's, a reaction. it's a reaction it's more of a reaction yes. than a response they, 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 because in that moment they they wasn't prepared for for this kind of message you know before this yeah that's why you are the boss. You have to lead this conversation. You have to lead this emotion. Yeah? You have to be prepared for this. That's why when we are talking about, uh, about um, coaches' competences, for me, the emotional intelligence and the first two steps, yeah? read your emotion and manage your emotion, is the key when we are talking about tough conversation with our players. I'm going to stick to this theme. When you have that tough conversation, reflecting now, have you had players who improve their performance, improve their attitude to, in, a, in a positive way to sort of prove you wrong because they wanted to show you in training that 
I am worthy, but just give me an opportunity. So it's like, it's a positive reaction, not a negative that I'm being benched. Um, I just want your th- thoughts on that because I think that's the power of hard conversations. It can lead to a bigger positive later down the road. I just, I love your thoughts. Have you experienced that with some of your prayers looking back? Yes, yes. I have more experience with, with the, this reaction. Yeah, because, you know, I, I, had, I've, I had excellent players. Excellent. They read me, sort of learn me uh, a lot of things. They, they, they are amazing. It's, and maybe not all of them, but a lot of them, yeah, react like, like you said. Okay, because my message is okay. I decided this, but you know, it's, it's very important to show uh, our players that you are not a person who knows everything, who, who knows all answers. That's why it's not, it's, it's normal then, then during this conversation, give the message, okay, I decided this because I'm a coach and I have to do this in this moment. But show me that it is wrong decision. Show me this. Show me that I made right, wrong decision, that, that you are better than, than your colleagues in the team. But show me on the pitch. This is our uh, scene, you know, this is our arena. This only, not, not in, the, in my office, not in, in the, in, on TV. We, we have only one place when we can show our, our quality in the pitch. This, 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 this kind of conversation I, I, I had with my players and m- most of them show me this. It's excellent, excellent. Show me day by day. They show me that they won't play because when you have the player, for example, who decided not to show you that he, he is good, you have to be very tough for him. Yeah, because when 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 you have a player who is not ready full for your training session, he not respect the teammates. You know, because when I'm talking about about values, about team values, I'm, I was talking about the team. The second is respect. What does it mean for me? Respect when we during conversation, respect for the people, but respect the work what we do. Yeah, you have to be full prepared and you have to uh, give the team all your um, all your um, energy uh, enthusiasm energy yeah during during the, during the training session all what you have mm-hmm. all the time when you not do this you can't be in my team you can't be in our team not my our team yeah this is very important message before the preseason you have the you have to do all the time 100% what you have to do on the pitch. More than 100%. I assume the reason why this is so important is not just because of the values of the team, but also momentum of the team. And it becomes a negative habit. Like if you think of a full season, if this started early and it happens training session one, then two, then three, in the long run, from a coach or a team perspective, it's a negative vibe. Is that another reason why... These tough conversations are important, but if the player doesn't respond in a positive way in the long run, it's going to influence the team when it actually matters with pressures. I love your thoughts on that. Um, gosh, this is a fascinating conversation, but I think this is also important of like habits now. 
with regards to how a player at a training session. So I love your thoughts, what I've just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, when we are talking about coaching, yeah, when we are talking about our job, it's, it's very tough because sometimes it's very tough. It's, it's, I love it, but it's sometimes it's very tough because coach, you, you have to, uh, like I said before, the ability, you have to have the ability, ability to adapt to the situation. That's why sometimes, when because when you see, the, for example, when you see the player who, who in your opinion, not give uh, 100% during the training session, you, 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 you only see this. First step is to ask you why he do this. Why? What's happened? Yeah? Because football is about is working with, with people. It's not robots, yeah? That's why, why he do this? And start to make a conversation with him about it, yeah? Build relationship, feel his emotion. Okay, if, you, if he do this in long time, maybe it's not a place for him. We are talking about professional football, yeah? It's not a short time when you assess this moment, yeah? You need to have a full perspective of what's happened what is in his mind and what you can do with him to give him support to give him support i i have example um, uh, about the the player who wasn't selected to the national team and and how influence this uh, this uh, this decision on his mind you know, uh, I had a player, he was uh, 19 at that moment. He was on loan in a big club, from the big club. And at that time in Poland, we have um, World Championship, Arden 20. And he was in the team, national team, who, who prepared for this tournament for, for several years. And, and he was regularly selected, the national team. He was part of the team. In the last step, he wasn't called up for the tournament. The last step, he was broken. Yeah, it was, you know, it was huge surprise and shocked him. Yeah, and it was very, very tough. And in, in addition, I had another player in that team who was selected. Two friends who was preparing several years for this tournament. One was selected for the tournament. The second, no. It was. It was very very tough for him and it's very important to to give uh, him support because you know it, how to get him through this situation to be stronger how to use this situation to be stronger in the future you know he, he, so like mental toughness yes he he didn't have a lot of experience yeah and what what i was there yeah, i looked a lot talk with him but you know it wasn't uh, not changing him yeah all the time it was inciting and what i decided i give them the chance in the next game in the league in a lineup but he wasn't prepared his mind was broken he he played very very poor he wasn't ready for the tough game in in, in top level yeah but I wanted to him give him the trust 
Yeah, you know this this feeling to 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 teach him how to feel. Yeah, how to reflect this. He he played almost to the end of the game. After that, he a little bit changing. Yeah, his mind was changing. Okay, it was more conversation, more trust, and, and build him. And and when, when and you know it was three years ago. He was nineteen. After this season, he uh, went to the to the came back to the to the to his team because he was on loan. Start playing in the in the big club. Now, after three years, he is a Premier League in Brighton. Kuba is in Premier League and will play with, with Graham Potter, excellent coach. Now he play in the National League, a national uh, team, first national team in Poland. After three years, and. It's a Cuba model. You, you can you can uh, see him in the Premier League, and I think that moment built him, Be because when from the coach perspective, when you see saw him in the pitch, he was broken, and in my opinion, you have to change him, but not give them the chance for playing because he was. He wasn't good for the team, but for him, yeah, because you have to decide it, yeah, about uh, when you are thinking about developing the players, what's it's important for him, yeah. That's why I decided, okay, he has to play in this game, yeah, he has to play because he has to reflect what's happened. Sometimes we now we have a conversation sometime and, and we. You remember this situation we are smiling yeah but 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 you know this is very important for him because he was teenager he was without experience and it was very very tough moment for him because he want to play in 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 world championship in Poland you know this is this is big for him and he was in this team after this he was stronger mentality stronger to go forward yeah, to be the in the in the lineup in the next club to go abroad to play in the Premier League to play in, in the national team he was stronger than before and this is this is very important sometimes when we see our players to give him the chance to try something yeah to try something yeah to give, give I gave him him the chance to to play in this in this in this moment to to fight with his, himself you know he wasn't fighting with opponents during this game, he he fight with him. entertainment. Yeah, yeah. And after, he was stronger. That this is very important when we are talking. In my opinion, we are talking about coaching for leadership. Yeah. Sometimes our ego, when you want to want to win the game, for example, our ego is sometimes is bigger than our players. I know it uh, because I'm a head coach. Sometimes you have to. It's not maybe not not a good 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 uh, words, but not want to win the game, but to have the players the the opportunity to develop. Sometimes is better when you want to uh, when to improve your team, because the team, your his teammates uh, see that the coach trusts the players even if he is he is in a trouble. Yeah, this was the message for the team. I'm going to put you on the spot now. What you've just said there. Yeah making a sort of keeping that player on the pitch and put like team performance. I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you prefer uh, your team to have a great performance and lose <laughs> or win a game so easy, but they're not disciplined? 
all of your thoughts <laughs> on that? It's a good question. Uh, you know, mm, it's it's a very 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 tough but easy question for me. For me, it's easy, but sometimes it's very tough because you have to decide it. Yeah, about this. And when you are a coach, you have to create your why. Why you are a coach? Yeah, and at that moment you can find the answer of this question because for me why i uh, what's my why yeah it's a develop the player and the team the first i want to develop the player and develop the team yeah develop the team at the same time but the second value is the energy from the competition yeah i want to i want to you know Give this energy for our supporters. Yeah, I I I love the energy of the full stadium. Yeah, and uh, and that moment when you give the people the the reason to be proud of your team is is vital for me, like a coach. That's why. What does it mean play good or not playing good? In some stadiums, when you are fighting, when you are play like. Uh, more Diego Simone playing style. It's good for supporters because they want to see the fighting, they want to see the tackles, they want more um, duels, yeah, you know, like this kind of team they want, yeah. But when we are talking about, I don't know, Barcelona, they want playing football, they want possession, they want uh, different football. But that's why when we are talking about what is, um, Good football. It depends on this on the on the clubs. But I know, like a head coach on the pro level, that you have to win to survive. You have to win to survive like a coach. Because you can play excellent football. When you lose one game, second game, third game, you are fired. I know it. That's why it depends on the moments. For example, you start with okay, you have a chance in the new club. When you start in the most of time, when the club as the problem when it's the crisis of the in the team yeah they lose their self-confident you have to go inside in in the in the team and and assess what they need and you have to improve first you have to improve their self-confidence but when the self-confidence is is improving when they start not losing the goals yeah you know when when the team not losing the goals, the the confidence of the team grew up. That's why sometimes in the first two or three games, you can play a little bit defensively, yeah, to build your confidence. After you can start to build uh, some some offensive play. When you start in the season before the season, when you have preseason, it's, it's it's a different situation. It's normal. That's why that's why it's very. It's very tough and easy to answer this 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 question. I, I know my methodology. I I I, I know uh, how I want to play football. I want to in my team. I want to proactive football all the time. Control all phases of the game, especially when we are talking about about transitions. Yeah, how your team create the chances after winning the ball. I love the Red Bull uh, Red Bull style in that moment. Yeah how your team react when you lose the ball yeah to control this moment to control all the game to have the ball to to create a lot of chances because i know that that this is 
fun for your supporters. And when you and this this kind of football cre uh, create uh, more chances and develop players. Yeah, you know this kind of football when you control the game when you proactive. Yeah, even in in the in the moment when you don't have the ball. Yeah, you can control the game. But in my opinion, and in my style, like a coach, I want to have the ball, but not. I do not want to have the ball to have the ball. I want to have the ball to score the goal. Yeah, when when we can do this in five seconds, we have to do this in five seconds. Not play positional all the time and waiting, waiting, waiting. I'm not the person who who likes waiting. Yeah, I'm the person who likes uh, put the energy of the team. That's that's why when I decided about. Uh, winning or play good football, my decision is winning with good football. Of course, that's the perfect scenario. <laughs> but look, yeah, you've mentioned earlier about having a wiser coach and it really links so well with today's podcast topic. And this is a sort of a LinkedIn post I saw of you with regards to sharing why self-awareness and self-assessment is so key to being a football coach. So I'd love your thoughts on how these two components have supported you with regards to being a head coach, but also just the listeners who are starting at like the grassroots level of a coach, how vital are these two components? Oh, it's the first step, yeah. In order to um, consciously manage your professional development, yeah, you must first um, understand, understand what uh, is your job. I said about this, yeah. Create a vision of the game, create the vision of the player, and developing the player and then transfer this vision to the brain, to the hearts, to the muscles of the players. Yeah? And uh, by using proper methodology, you have to do this by using your methodology, proper methodology, and by building an environment and work culture. Yeah? This is very important to have good work culture in the team. And, uh, you know, and... In the first step, yeah, what is your job? Yeah? What is your competence? And, um, and to be able to influence uh, and, and development others, in my opinion, you have to know yourself well, yourself. Yeah? It's the beginning. Yeah? That's why self-assessment is the beginning of the competence development. Yeah? Who you are first. Why you became a coach? Why you became a coach? For example, first, first question. Yeah? What are your values, for example? What kind of coach do you want to be? Yeah? This is the first step. The second will be, how do you want to do it? How do you want? Okay, I decided I want to be this kind of coach. Okay, how do you want to do it? What direction will you take and what goals will you set for yourself yeah, for, the, for, the, for the future? And third, what will you do each day to improve your competence? What will you do each day? This is very important to be systematic and uh, you know the, the, the discipline, the habits. The question is how much you are um, want to be a coach? Yeah, you know what I said? How much do you want to be the coach? Yeah. Are you able to take yourself out of, of your comfort zone? Are you ready for this? Because when you, when you sit with the piece of paper 
And first question is why? Okay, I want to be the coach because I want to influence people. Okay, that's good. That's excellent. Well, okay. How I uh, how how will be okay? I will be read the books and so on, and I make lessons and this. And after, it's for example, it's Monday, and you decided okay today maybe I not will I not will I'm going to read because I have a meeting with the friends after I have I have shopping and other things. You have to daily work on your habits daily. Yeah. Okay. When you structure your day, you have to find a moment to build your competence like a coach this is the this is the key but the first step is self-assessment because when you don't don't want don't know what's the competences of the coach coach should have you can build you're like a coach it's it's, it's, it's easy yeah that's why that, that that's why it's important to know yourself and a self-assessment in terms of competences of a good coach, yeah, should have hard skills, soft skills, yeah. This is very important to, to know this and this, and and you know to create your UCP, yeah. This is very important, yeah. UCP is very important, and find the 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 mm, you know the find the mm, find out the unique advantage, you know. What 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 separates you from the from the competition, for example? Because in my opinion, everybody has something special. In my opinion, every every human in the world has something special. You have to discover this. Like a coach, the same. Yeah, you have to find out what is unique. Understanding. Yeah, when you know the competences of the coach, hard competences and soft competences. Yeah, that's why the first step is we have to make your self-assessment where you are now uh, and where you want to be in the future yeah this is very important before uh, assessment you are broken because you are like a like like a blind uh, during the the the, the drive a car yeah you, you know the the road okay but your eyes are, are, are closed yeah you are broken your, your head because you, okay you, you you want to be like a head coach in, in the national team maybe but you, you don't have what kind of qualities you should have to be a coach of the national team yeah? because the coach of the national team is, for example is working with the media is working with it's not competences who who is who is in the grassroots grassroots level or in academy for example to build your brand, to 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 go to the uh, conference yeah, after the game, yeah, to work with big egos. You you don't have big egos in the academy. You create the players. You need different qualities, a little bit different qualities, different competences, yeah. Then like a head coach on the pro level, for example. You just triggered something, and I was going to mention this. How is coaching? as a skill supported in other elements like you said you do consulting now you do lecturing you do keynote i just want the listener to learn that coaching isn't just always on the pitch that these skills are transferable like i'd love your thoughts on and i'll give you an example i had um dr frank dick who's an olympic coach and he said do you know what ed everybody's a coach you're a coach to your child you're a coach to your family members it's just, it's just how you communicate and how you teach with the people around you. So I'd love your thoughts on that because I can hear it through your voice throughout this whole conversation, but I wanted to share to listeners that if you're a football coach and you don't make the national, 
level, those skills are still applicable in all walks of life. And, and you've said that right from the beginning with your consulting, with your like keynote speaking, like looking back, how has coaching as a skill supported you? Oh, very supportive. Very. Because, you know, when you are a, a keynote speaker or when you are a lecturer on, on the courses with, with the other coaches, they are, they are experts. You have to be well prepared for this for this moment. You know, when you want to um, teach somebody, you teach yourself because it's a flexion. Sometimes it's you want to be the best. You have to be clear. You have to have a, a high competences when we are talking about public speaking. Yeah, you have to read emotion do, during the keynote. I love it. Because when I see the faces in the room, I can create some, some energy, you know? This is very similar to the clock room when we are talking, when we are working uh, like, a, like a head coach. Yeah, that's why I love it. I, it's, it's very tough when, for example, when I'm talking about uh, by phone, because I, I, I can see the faces, for example. I, I prefer talking uh, by video, or, or, but the best for me, is to be with people, yeah. That's why when I'm preparing myself for 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 the course or for the for the keynote speaker or or different uh, other other um, different things, I teach myself. Yeah? This is the this is the key. This is the key. That's why I know that I'm a better coach when I'm teach other coaches because they are experts. They 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 uh, ask me tough question too about my methodology, about the leadership, about the situation, about the um, about all things. And sometimes they surprise me. Yeah, they surprise me. They ref and, and they push me to reflect what I did in the past with this situation. Maybe it wasn't it wasn't useful at the time. Maybe I I made the mistake. This is very important because they are they are expert. They they want to know details, not uh, the people from the stadium. Yeah, they, they want to feel that and see the the winning uh, when you are a head coach. That's why that's why they are, I love it. I love it because I know that this situation teach me a lot. Uh, when we are talking about my job, when we are talking about uh, head head coach of football head coach that's why i love people i have a sentence when we are talking about 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 coaching the good coach is an expert in football in tactics and uh, physical preparation but great coach is an expert in human you know expert in people that's why that's why when i'm with people i learn a lot the best teachers are my players all the time all the time I learn a lot of from my players. That's why um, when I reflect this, the speeches, for example, and is a feedback from and other people, this is great for me because I know that this improved me. You know, I'm a, a little bit old school coach with modern approach, you know, because I love, for example, uh, reading about uh, Sir Alex Ferguson and, and this kind of leaders. I love it. But I know that, that we, 
we need uh, good data, we need good um, good leadership, new leadership because it's it's a young generation are different. That that was before. That's why I have to learn about him. I have to learn from him very much of inspiration for the future. Well, I hope the listeners are enjoying this conversation as much as I am. Mariusz, I want to just, I'm really intrigued on this question now. What have you enjoyed the most from your coaching career journey looking back right now? I don't know. This is, this is a tough question. Yeah, I know. This is, but very, very important question. Yeah. Uh, maybe when we are talking about my, my job, you know, I think uh, what I enjoy the most, maybe relationship. Yeah, maybe relationship. I have built with my players or, or, or members of the coaching staff. Yeah, this is I enjoy the most. And uh, mm, you forget, sometimes you forget about team successes. Yeah, because, because okay, you have some, some, I have some successes, but the, the, the players, and the relationship with the players are, are, are the vital for me. And, and I enjoy the most the, the, this kind of uh, relationship. And I'm proud when I see them. And I love energy yeah, in the big stadiums and excitement of the game. And um, this, is, this is very important for me to see. For example, when I see the fans who, who, who cried after winning or after losing, boys, young girls who who you inspired by yourself, you know, who watched the game. This is, this is very, very important. And what I've learned for football, maybe, maybe, you know, I learned that nothing is impossible to achieve. I have learned that when you are together, you can win. Yeah? And uh, what I've learned, all dreams come true. All dreams you can, you can, uh, you can do when you, when you work hard and smart. Football sport is is for for making something big for yourself. You know when you, you when you uh, work hard and smart. Yeah, this is very very important. And football also teaches me humility because you can plan everything, you can plan everything, but the opponent on that day will be better. You know, will be better. And uh, I learned that you have. To lose sometimes, to be to become the better coach. But what is very important when you lose? It's a reflecting, yeah, reflecting this moment. And uh, when you lose, what you learn after losing, for example, yeah, this is very important. How how you how you manage this moment, yeah. And I've learned that that when you want to be a good coach. You have to know yourself yeah? because, because sometimes you have the situation when you are surprised without control your emotion, without knowing yourself, you can't be the leader, good leader, in my opinion. And, and, and because um, for me, the most powerful leadership tool is an example. Everybody. Everybody watching. When you are going and coming to a, dress, a dressing room, all eyes is for you. When you are talking about players, yeah, your face, your, your for you. 
That's why you have to be a good example. That's the, that's the big tool when we are we are talking about about coaching. And what's the greatest uh, thing about soccer is, is about football is working together and creating a good uh, team culture, having a, a, a strong values. You can beat anyone. You can beat anyone when you have good culture in the team, good values in the team. No? Even in, in the team with uh, better players for individual better players. When you create a good culture inside the team, when you create a good values, when they communicate in the good way, you can beat everybody, in my opinion. And I know that nowadays the coaches' soft skills, in my opinion, are more important than hard skills. You have to be, like I said before, you have to be an expert of the of, of, of football. You have to be an expert. But soft skills, emotional intelligence, communication, adaptation about ability, empathy, uh, building relationship, motivation, inspiration, because uh, for me, motivation is different than inspiration to players. Yeah? That's why this is the key point. When, we, when you want to be a good coach and this is the lesson in football more than 20 years. Well, I hope people have enjoyed this and take notes as well. But Maris, <laughs> I'd like to finish with an inspirational question. You've provided bags, bags of different case studies, also just the core elements of being a great coach, not just in football, but in any sports. But I'm going to have to niche down here even more now because you've just said it right at the end there. But if I want the listener to take action after your three qualities, right? to improve those soft skills. So be laser focused because I want the listener to put it into action right after they've listened. So what three tips would you give to the listener to improve their soft skills as a coach? What would they be? When we are talking about soft skills, like I said before, everything in my opinion is based on emotional intelligence. Everything. And um, that's why you have to, when you want to start, when you're talking about, about, about uh, soft skills, you have to know yourself. You have to know who you are. You have to control your emotion. You have to recognize your emotion, control your emotion, and use your emotion to influence your players. This is the starting point. And after that, you have to tools how to inspire players. Like I said before, inspiration and motivation for me, they are different. Uh, words, different qualities. Inspiration is for the moment. You have inspired by by uh, making uh, some speech before the game. You can inspire. You can inspire by, for example, when you are trying to find something in the internet and you see podcast uh, with Ed Bowers. Okay, this inspired me. I want to be like, I don't know, Alistair Michael. Yeah, for example. And do you have this inspiration? For example, one hour. Maybe one day, maybe three days. But you need motivation to work with this inspiration to be better. The same is with, with players. Yeah, you have to inspire your player. Okay, I give you. You are working with Young in, in youth academy. Okay, show and, and you show him, for example, dribbling like a Messi. He wants this in this moment. In, in Monday he wants. In Wednesday he wants. But after he loses it. You have to teach them how to keep motivation. Yeah, that's why when you work in academy, the motivation is a key. Yeah, because it's a key because inspiration, but you have to 
fire his motivation day by day all the time give them motivation to wake up in that time for example to to have a breakfast the, the quality breakfast and after be ready for the for the training session be ready for the school for example not playing xbox but going sleep for example and be ready for the next day for the next day for the next day because when you want to go to the top level when you want to go to the age you have to be out your comfort zone when we are talking about the coach and we are talking about the players the same that's why when we are talking about the soft skills motivation inspiration and the next is like i said adaptability yeah this is very important because because you know when you are a coach everything is changing all the time you change the clubs you change the players you change the games you change the opponents sometimes the the weather is changing you have for example injured players yeah tough conversation with your ceo or sport director sometimes in the in the staff it's very tough conversation that's why you have to adapt for the situation and you have to to use this situation to improve your goal to improve your goal individual like a coach and to improve your team when the environment is changing ability to adapt very important in, in my opinion to to have this to have this uh, quality and empathy is very important <sighs> when you are working working like a coach you, you have to remember that you work with with people and you, sometimes you have to think like that try to think like a people who you work with you know yeah to see the process from your player's perspective ask you the question when you see when you see something in, in the pitch or in the clock room ask you a question why he do this what's happened and it's very important to feel the emotion of the group yeah this is the same yeah because when you want to uh, feel the emotion you have you have to uh, have these these qualities you know when we are talking about soft skills it's 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 a lot of different lots of different qualities but in my opinion the these qualities are 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 the most important yeah empathy adaptability motivate inspire the players build relationship individual and 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 build the, the teams and emotional intelligence five parts of emotional intelligence intelligence yeah this is this is the, the key points and the big tool is the communication without communication you will be an, only an expert and everything will be only in your head everything you know will be only in your head yeah when you have the skills to communicate your vision your emotion will be a great coach in my opinion you will be influencer for example you will be a good leader you will be a good teacher you will be you will have a good podcast for example yeah i hope so but no <laughs> i get i know what you're saying my goodness i hope really the listeners take those three and i'm going to say them again so you got leadership inspiration motivation coupled together adaptability and then empathy which are vital wow I hope the listeners are taking notes. I will be when I re-listen to this. Marish, how can people connect with you online? Where's the best place to go? Okay, I, you know, I, I, I use a Twitter. I use a Facebook. But uh, the best place to contact with me is my LinkedIn. 
you can write and you can contact me. I'm open person. We can talk about football all the time, about leadership. That's that's why I think will be LinkedIn will be the best place to interact with me, contact with me. Brilliant. To all the listeners listening in, all those links will be on my website with regards to this podcast chat. Marish, it's been such a joy chatting with you today. Thank you very much. Ah, oh, it was it was nice. It was pleasure for me. You know, you are you are you are a, a good good guy, and I think you you do excellent work. I I I I listen to your podcast. They are excellent. They are excellent. And when you want to be a good coach, you have to you have to listen this kind of conversation. Not with me. Not with Marius. Okay, if you want, you can do this. Yeah, but I I I listened a lot of interested podcasts and amazing job what you are doing. That's why congratulations and. It was uh, it was honor to to be with you at the time, and I hope our listeners uh, have a good time. Hey, it was brilliant, and look, it was a real, real pleasure, and this is what it's all about. So, thank you. Yeah, thank you too. Oh my goodness, what a fantastic podcast chat with Mariusz! And look, if you were a football coach at whatever level, I hope you were scribbling notes, really taking on board his guidance with regards to what it takes to be a football coach. Like, the thing I've learned a lot, and it's sort of one of those don'ts with regards to pursuing a career in the football industry or in any sectors when I have a passion for football, that's important. But the in-depth that Marish has with regards to every element or components of being a great coach, I hope you've got a better understanding. Like, to me, that was like a masterclass. And can I also say that if you don't want to be a football coach, for example. The components that Mara shared in this can relate to managers, can relate to leaders, can relate to anything where it is relatable to people, meaning the aspect of the communication that Mara shared, which is crucial with regards to that great example with the two goalkeepers. Imagine that with your two top sales professionals or different departments, you know, all this relates to different aspects which are transferable in on a football pitch and off a football pitch. And that's what I really enjoyed the most from this conversation is that it's applicable. And that's what gets me excited because as much as I'm being honest, I have no real intention to be in a football coach. I know the principles, the elements that Mara shared with regards to his real dedication being a football coach is applicable to other walks of life. And with regards to right at the end from a sports career development perspective, particularly if you want to be a successful football coach, I hope you take into practice the power of those soft skills right at the end and why it's so important. Like he said, you can be technically a great coach. That means understanding your philosophy, understanding the strategy of football, the X's and O's, but you don't if you don't have that application of soft skills or having that element of player understanding, coach understanding, building a strong culture, like he said, everything will be in your mind in what you want to achieve. So that's why I really enjoyed this conversation is the application of these traits, these skill sets, but most importantly the I'm really grateful for this, the actual examples we shared in this conversation, which you can apply to your day-to-day life. If that means being a football coach, if that means in being a certain department, it is transferable. So on that note, 
really apply one learning lesson. I know this is quite a long podcast, but what one thing you can apply right now, straight after listening to this podcast, let me know at edbowers101 on Twitter, and I look forward to hearing from you. But in the meantime, apply that biggest learning lesson, put it into practice now, and make it happen. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I'd like to finish with an inspirational quote from my guest speaker. Marish said, To be a great coach are the ones who create a great environment for the players and team staff, which is driven towards having a vision and strong values towards the overall team performance.